Hello and welcome to North of Shy, the Baird Warner North Shore podcast. We're coming to you for this episode live from Cancun, where over 575 of our Baird Warner, Baird Warner title, and key mortgage colleagues have reached the beach through our annual contest. We're actually sitting poolside right now. You can hear a little bit of music in the background, probably on the recording. And we're enjoying, enjoying this fabulous weather. I'm here with my co host, Dina Listener. Hi, everybody. And our very special guest today, Steve Kemp. Thank you, and I'm glad to be here. Hello. So Dina's going to be interviewing Steve today for our episode, so take it away, Dina. Thanks, Ian. So Steve, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, married my high school sweetheart. That's probably the most important uh, move I made in my life. <laughs> First deal I ever closed. Uh, and um, we've been married. I got married in 1987, so we're married for 34 years now. And uh, I have four daughters, one grandson, and I am the Senior Vice President of Sales for Baird & Warner Title Services and as well Land Trust, our independent brand that's outward facing to the market. So that's it in a nutshell. There's a lot more I can give you, but anyway. Thanks, Steve. So tell me a little bit about what led you to work in title. Okay, so you know, I started uh, really. I started my sales career. I I uh, had a full ride scholarship to play soccer, and I um, played at Western Illinois University for two years. But that it really wasn't my bag. I didn't really have a, a a vision for my life in that regard. And so I came home and and started in the tool and die industry and uh, was a blue collar person for several years. Became an apprentice. Went through the apprenticeship program. Finished the college uh, courses for that. And I realized I just didn't like it. I didn't like, I wanted to be um, exchanging uh, just energy with people on a regular basis. And so I tried my hand at sales. I got recruited into a multi-level marketing company selling insurance and mutual funds. And I did that for 10 years and really rose up to the top. And I would say the one like really great thing I took away from that uh, experience was just this idea that whoever you are, you don't have to remain that way that you can improve yourself if you're intentional about it. And so that's when I started, you, you know, listening to, you might not know uh, this name at all, Dina, because you're so young, but Jim Rohn. I don't know, have you heard of Jim Rohn before? Uh, Ian's saying yes, so he's a little older. Okay, great. Tom Hopkins, uh, with great uh, real estate trainer, and uh, many others that really uh, helped shape my, and of course, the pressure that you feel as a salesperson to improve, otherwise you don't make any money. And so those things uh, led me, you know, I was 10 years into it. And in 1997, I transitioned from that business into starting my own mortgage and title company. And I grew a very large uh, mortgage and title company. We had 110 loan officers. We're closing 350 loans a month. Wow. And um, big operation. I had my own title agency closing that out, uh, closing our deals. And then, um, then the bottom fell out, 2008. You know, if you want to watch the big short, you know, I was one of the players in the big short uh, and uh, really got crushed uh, financially, really got crushed as a business person and, you know, really took a lot out of me mentally in the sense of failing so marvelously. Um, but that's how I that's how I got started, really. And that's how I understood about title. And I understood all of the aspects of real estate, bought and sold a lot of investment properties during that time. So I really feel like. Um, at this stage of my career, I can offer a lot of value uh, just to you know our effort and what we're doing. Absolutely. So it sounds like during when times were good, you had some uh, self-help people that you turned to, some self-improvement mm -hmm. people that you turned to, 
and then the market turned upside down, things went bad. Did you continue to rely on those people? Yeah, you know, so it was different people at the time, you know, so it's, it's a combination of things that you find kind of teachers that really resonate with you for a given time and kind of take you to the next level. And then you're like, okay, got that one. It's kind of like going through school, right? Got kindergarten, I want to go to first grade or whatever it is. You pick up a mm -hmm. concept, maybe it'd be time management or goal setting or how to overcome objections or whatever it is. But then once you have that, you want to move on to the next level. And maybe it's leadership. And that's when I was really starting to learn about leadership and those kind of things. And, um, you know, I really my when I owned my company, my dream was that I'd pass my company on to my kids, you know. And when all of your dreams die, you know, you go through another phase of probably this self-help, which is how do you pick yourself up after getting you know, Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And, you know, <laughs> I got punched in the mouth and now what's my plan, you know? And so I would say at that time, how I rose out of it is really a lot of time just really searching, you know, spiritually. And then the second thing is really finding a couple of really good friends that care about you, that are willing to tell you the hard truth that are willing to walk with you through the darkness when there's nothing to gain, when you're kind of more needy than you can give them anything. And those are the kind of friends that I really resonated with and kept in very close communication with. And they really um, spared me from maybe doing something stupid, you know, so. Yeah, the depths of sadness can depths be very profound. Yes, That's no for doubt. sure. No doubt. That's for sure. Well, obviously, uh, you rose from that, yeah. and now you have an incredible position at Baird & Warner. Will you tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. And, you know, and, and you bring to mind, uh, Dina, that, you know, the same principles that you use to get to success are some of the very same principles that you can use to overcome failure. You know, like just living day by day or setting a good, you know, having those good habits of what am I going to do today and I'm not going to be so reliant on the results as I am the activities and then let the results take care of themselves. And so what happened was, as fate would have it, I would transition into manufacturing, actually, and I started selling underfloor heating. Oh. Um, and um, I led the sales group. And, and what, what that really helped me with is I really thought I was a one-trick pony kind of mortgage guy, title guy. And that helped me with the fact that really sales skills, sales is a skill, okay? You're not just a realtor or a broker or whatever. If you can sell, you are valuable no matter what you're selling, as long as you can sell. And so I really believe that if you're, if you're a young salesperson here and you're going, oh, is real estate my bag or whatever, I would focus on, <coughs> excuse me, I would focus on learning how to sell. Because if you learn how to sell, guess what? I sold underfloor heating. I didn't have a passion for underfloor heating, but I did know, know the mechanics of a sale. And I was able to do that once I understood our value proposition. And then I was able to build a sales team there. And we were able to build and grow and all those kind of things. And I had six years of wonderful success. And honestly thought, that was from 08 to 14, I honestly thought I would never be in real estate again. Hmm. And then out of the blue, Warren Habib, the, who was then the CFO of Baird and Warner and the president of title called me and said, Hey, I remember you from back in the day. I need a title sales guy. You want to come back? You know, you want to get the band back together or whatever. And that's when I came over here and interviewed and started leading the sales group. here. Well, we're very fortunate to have you. Well, I appreciate that. So I feel really fortunate to be here too. I really feel lucky. I really feel like I'm in the right spot. 
Well, we think you are. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Will you tell us a little bit about what you do now with Baird and Warner? Sure. And you know, I, I want to bring something up that I'm recalling in my interview process mm -hmm. with Steve. So I interviewed with Steve Baird. And one thing I was really impressed with, you know, most um, big companies and particularly people who don't sell, don't value salespeople. Salespeople are kind of the necessary evil. And one thing I picked up and I still see it today is that the head of the company, Steve Baird, sees salespeople as the lifeblood of the company. And that is really important to me because I am a sales guy at heart. I love sales. I think sales people are courageous and uh, awesome and that um, they do. You can get the rest of the team. Not, there's not sliding operations at all, at all. I'm just saying sales is the lifeblood and I'm glad to be the lifeblood. I'm glad that our leader recognizes it. And I think that that is uh, very apparent by where we sit today totally. at this beautiful yeah. resort yes. in Mexico. Yep. Um, as agents are given the opportunity to uh, qualify to win a trip, an all expense paid trip to this uh, absolutely incredible place. So yeah. um, no question, Steve puts his money where his mouth is, which yeah. is very appreciated. Well, he, you know, he asked me, why do you want to join Baird Warner? I said, well, Baird Warner is kind of like the Yankees to me. And he leaned over and goes, you do know I'm a Sox fan, right? <laughs> and I said, you do know that the Yankees won way more than the Sox did, right? That they did. That they did. So anyway. Uh, but I do I side off. with Steve on the Sox. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. with you. I'm yeah. with you. Okay. So tell us about what you do here now at Baird & Warner. So great. So um, so I'm the leader of the Baird & Warner title uh, sales team. We have an awesome sales team, which are a group of people that basically um, work with our partner attorneys to deliver on our value proposition of control and convenience and the seamless transaction. And so we have Kathleen, we have Anastasia, we have Scott that work in all, all the offices and Molly uh, that work in all the offices to help, um, you know, aid connect together so they can get a transaction done and elevate the experience for their buyers and sellers. So that's really what we do. And I work primarily right now, you know, a little bit behind the scenes with, with the leadership as well, like you folks, in delivering additional things like, um, you know, we have uh, uh, some, we have the closing cost calculator that we just rolled out, which, which is, is incredible, an amazing uh, yes. tool. We have something called closing lock because wire fraud is a big concern of ours. And that's something that we're going to be rolling out within the next maybe 30 or 45 days where wiring instructions are going to be given securely uh, uh, between uh, title company and our buyers and sellers. So we're always trying to, we just don't want to uh, have people use Bird and Water title because we're part of the company and just please do it. We want them to use it because it's better. They notice it and they're just like, you know what, why wouldn't you? It's dumb not to. So that's how we're working. We don't, we don't take business for granted. We want to work and strive and earn and constantly be delivering something that our agents like you can be proud of and our, our managing brokers. Absolutely. And and one of the huge value adds I find with title is that uh, closings are held in all, I think, if not all, most of the Baird and Warner offices yes. through title. So yeah. it allows the agent to be a part of the process, which is truly something special. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I bought and sold a lot of real estate and I remember where I closed. You know, I closed at lawyer's title or I closed at whatever. I remember that more than I remember the realtors involved. And so I'm like, wow, why can't we just stamp 
the brand of Baird and Warner on everyone's mind on that last. And I understand a lot of people aren't showing up to closing, whatever. But when you're doing your listing presentation, a lot of times that question comes up, where are we going to close? You can say, we're going to close right here. We're going to close in our offices closest to your property. And they understand where the end of the journey is going to be. And it makes them feel better about it. Absolutely. So, um, and I think it's a great opportunity for our attorneys to meet with agents in the office. They come in, they close a transaction and they know I'm not just going to a title company to be shuffled in and out of some room. I'm going to come there. It's going to be like a home game for me. You know, I'm going to see the uh, ad, ad, admin, the SSM. I'm going to see the managing broker. I'm going to find out. I mean, Baird Warner recruited over 500 agents. Those new agents are all in the offices getting training and doing those kind of things. Those are great opportunities for our partner attorneys who are all real estate attorneys and not, you know, my cousin Vinny doing DUI one day and doing real estate the next. I would say that that is a very, very important point to emphasize yes, yes. is that they are real estate attorneys because no my cousin Vinny <laughs> ha has the um, ability to kill a deal where a real estate no attorney likes no to keep things going. So we really appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so tell, I understand that you have a podcast. Yes. You, will you tell us a little bit about that? What's yeah, it called? So, yeah. So the, the, Todd, the, the podcast is called People Not Titles. And really the idea behind it is I'm fascinated with sales stories. I believe that everyone has a story and that every story is important. And so our goal in that is whether it be someone in the mortgage business, someone in the, we, we've had managing brokers on, we've had agents on. You know, when we hear a unique life story, we want to dive a little deeper into it and hear some of the some of the um, turning points in their life of when they've made a decision, when they've overcome obstacles. Um, you know, a tip or a trick that really worked for them that someone else might benefit from. So that is, you know, you can look that up. It's on Spotify, um, Anchor FM, uh, YouTube, uh, but it's People Not Titles podcast. Thank you. And I understand. Uh, actually, I. I am actually reading your book right now. Will yes. you tell us a little bit about your book? Sure. Um, sorry, my um, the book is called Finding My Way Back Home. And really, it's a, it, it is, again, a story. Of, yeah, I, I guess I'm a guy that likes stories. And it's a story of my journey, you know, uh, of faith, really. And that, you know, and really, I would say that, you know, a lot of times your people get uncomfortable talking about faith and business. But I would say that we um, there's a lot of faith that we put into our business day every day. And there's a lot of there's a lot of faith in the sales in the sense of if you do one thing, you're having faith that the next thing is going to happen and the next thing is going to happen. And so, you know, I would say that there's a, there's a story of my business in there. There's a story of really how I've grown spiritually in there. There's a story of how um my relationship with my wife and how that has grown. And so I think there's something in there for everybody. Uh, and I think one thing for sure is if someone wants to get to know me better, okay, for good or for bad, for crazy or for not, it's all in that book. And, you know, there's, you know, and that book was written probably five, seven years ago. And uh, so there's more in me. And you know what I found out? Okay. If you have a certain truth that you have, and if you don't share it, you're probably not going to get more. And so I really think it's important that if there's something that you have that you feel like is important to share, that you should share it because it makes room for the next level of truth inside of you to bubble up. And so that'd be my admonition for everyone to, you know, uh, just to be able to share their story and be honest and open and frank and raw, because those are the people that I think 
um, we can learn from are people that are real. And I'm, I'm trying to be as real as I can. And it's a pretty raw book, you know. It is. It's a very real book. And I will uh, say it's the only book I've ever read that quotes ACDC and <laughs> the Bible. It is very unique. Yes. And it is, it's a great read. And um, awesome. for those of you Thank who you. are I looking to, to yeah. learn a little bit more about Steve or his journey, or if you're on a journey yourself and you're looking for a little bit of grounding or direction, I highly recommend um, taking some time to read Steve's book. Thank you. And I will say that if anyone listening wants it, they can just email me and I'll send them a book. Okay. I'll send them a book. So that no need to go on Amazon and buy it. You just need to email me. And I am reading it on my Kindle. So it is available that way. All right. Yes. Well, in nice the book. app. Yep. So we wrap up our podcast by asking our guests three questions. Okay. Um, the first one, which I think you're going to have a great answer for, if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what would it be? There's probably a few things I would say, but I'll pick one. It is there aren't any coincidences and that you should really be conscious of the things that happen every day and try to absorb and learn and spend some time preparing yourself before you begin your day. And then at the end of the day, looking back and going, okay, who did I meet? What did I do? What were the important interactions? So I would just look at your life like there's no coincidences um, in your life. That very much resonates with me. Okay. Uh, if you can have one superpower, what would that be? Wow. So um, I would say, you know, so it, it lends to that first question, which would be to not be, to be conscious all the time. You know, to be, you know, because sometimes you just check out and you're just kind of living life and you're just taking things for granted or whatever. And it takes some focus and intentionality to be conscious all the time. And it's something that I strive to do, but I, I, I don't do it all the time. So that would be, I, I know it's not like leaping tall buildings or anything <laughs> like that, you know, but uh, anyway, just to be conscious all the time of all the, of the interactions I have and just really be in the moment, you know, because I'm a guy, I spent a lot of my time living in the past and I spent a lot of my time living in the future and there's nothing there. And there's nothing back there anymore. It's all right here. And I, so I really struggle with, I think salespeople probably do actually. They struggle with thinking about their failures a lot and they struggle with, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that plan for the future and all that kind of thing. And they miss the now moment. And so it's to, to be in the now moment more often than not. I think that's a terrific answer. Thank and you. the first one that I think we've had with that superpower. Okay. My last question for you would be if you could have one um, theme, theme song for your life, what would that song be? Okay. So, you know, that, that song, you know, this is, this is interesting. That song changes, would change probably from year to year, maybe day to day for me, you know? And, um, so I, uh, so there's a song by Rush. Does anyone know Rush here? Sure. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Too young for Rush. Okay, so the name of the song is, uh, so basically it's The Way Out is The Way In. So, you know, that, it, you it, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, for lack of a better word, that the kingdom or everything you're looking for is inside you. It's not out here. 
And so everything you're looking for is inside already. And it's just a matter of you being conscious and bringing it out. So the way out is the way in. The way out is the way in. Right. I like that. Right. If I were asked that question, the only thing that would come to mind is twinkle, twinkle, little star. So <laughs> I great. think that's impressive. I love it. A moment yeah. of panic. Yeah. Well, thank you, Steve, so much yeah. for joining us today. It's, my, it's and, an honor, really, to be asked. And it's really great that I could be a part of the program. And uh, you guys, you have a great bunch. I mean, there's if I was in the North Shore and I was a broker, and this is no, no just silly pitch, you guys have such a powerful team between Ian, Dina, Catherine, and Eric. is just uh, amazing powerhouse team. And what, is, what I really like about it is a lot of offices are very competitive. Oh, they did this, they did that. I love the abundance mindset that this podcast is really bringing out, which is, hey, there's enough for all of us. Let's help each other grow and let's, you know, there's power in the group. So I applaud you for it, really. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, we yeah. feel very blessed ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And thank you for being our guest, Steve. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you, Dina. For hey, being and it's time. We today. still have, we have to get back to work. Pool volleyball, <laughs> the pool bar. I mean, all these things are calling us, you know? Yep. So, hey, everybody, thank you for joining us for the North of Shy podcast. And we look forward to hearing you on the next episode, which won't be from Cancun. Uh, we, we do have to come back eventually. We heard it's cold back there, but I, yeah. you know, I don't so, know. We've done three episodes here while we're in Cancun for all these days. But we got to get back back to Chicago. So uh, we'll see everybody next time on our, our North of Shy podcast. Thank you right. so much. Blessings. Thank you.